Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I played hardcore MMORPGs and I played two years of my life and built this amazing account and had a bunch of armor and gold and all this stuff. And I had to go to a black market when I decided to leave that community and sell it for about $400. Um, that was against the terms of service. And that's not, you know, a, a thing that you can do. But with blockchain technology, when you have an open market or a free market where you can be able to sell and trade things for fiat, um, that is awesome. That was Earn Alliance's CEO and co-founder Joseph Coop Cooper on how Web3 can help gamers own their in-game assets. We talked to him in just a few minutes. Welcome to First Mover on Coindesk. I'm Jen Sadassi, and on this show, you get all of your top news headlines and interviews with industry heavy hitters. Now, before we talk to Joseph Cooper, we got to talk about the price of Bitcoin. It has topped $57,000 for the first time since November 2021. So I'm just going to pause here for a moment of silence. I think everyone's doing pretty good today. Uh, I know that some analysts are hoping that the price is going to continue to rally. And our chart of the day features one who thinks that the price is going to hit $200 thousand dollars by September 2025. So stick around for chart of the day in just a little bit. Ether is also rallying this morning. Everything is in the green. Excitement all around as of 10 a.m. Eastern time. The price is up above $3,200. Of course, we talk about this almost every day now, but folks are pointing to the potential for spot ETH ETF as what's driving demand. And with all this market's action, Coinbase is saying that Circle's USDC, the second largest stable coin by market cap, is making a comeback with liquidity increasing worldwide and usage growing rapidly in areas outside of the US, which is leading to a sharp increase in supply. The authors of the report said that USDC's increase in liquidity reflects the overall pickup in both retail and institutional demand as crypto has moved into a new phase of its market cycle. All right, let's get to our first interview today. We're talking all about Web3 Gaming. This next company hopes to make Web3 Gaming more accessible through a new platform that rewards gamers and provides an engagement as a service solution for developers. Joining now is Earn Alliance CEO and co-founder Joseph Cooper. Hey, Coop. 
Hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. Just uh, up over here late at night in Hong Kong. How about yourself over there? It is approaching the afternoon here on the East Coast, and everybody's very excited about this price action we're seeing. Bitcoin uh, past $57,000. I believe that is the highest it's been since November 2021. But you've been awake for quite a while. So how's the excitement over there in Hong Kong? Is it tapering off? Yep, it's tapering off. We've been really excited for about 12 hours. So you're a little late <laughs> to the show. We already made our trades. You know, we're playing y'all over there. But I'm more excited on the ETH price personally. But yeah, Bitcoin, ETH, super excited to see where this is all going. Why are you more excited on the ETH price? Well, you know, like, yeah, I'm not going to say where my bags are at, but ETH and, you know, dApps and all that other stuff, definitely looking to, you know, do the NFTs and everything else when it comes to Bitcoin. I'm more interested in just seeing where that value goes and is unlocked over time. But yeah, I'm just more or less watching the action and, and playing it over here. I think given the topic of our chat today, it's no wonder that you're excited about the ETH price. We're talking all about Web3 gaming and a lot of games are being built on different layer twos in the Ethereum ecosystem. But let's let's start from the beginning here so our audience can catch up. Earn Alliance is launching uh, a platform for Web3 gaming discovery, which is something that if anyone is operating the web3 gaming space i think is needed so start from the beginning here what problem are you solving yeah so for earn alliance we're solving what i've faced as a game developer for the last 20 years is user acquisition it's very expensive it costs a lot of money usually pay a lot of money to get people to show up and then they just drop off so we're trying to figure out ways to not only get people interested in web3 games because it's a new space it's a new industry it's a new vertical but how do you get them to stick? How do you get them to actually be engaged? How do you give game developers a chance to actually showcase a feature or an idea long enough to see if people would actually be interested? Because, you know, first impressions only go so far. So how could you get people to try a little longer, even if that means a little incentivization, if that means just being able to get that cherry on top to get to the end? That's what we're trying to develop. So we call it engagement as a service, and we're trying to get people to enjoy and experience games until we think the developers are happy. All right, Coop, I got to ask you what many people are thinking. Is the problem, though, that there hasn't been a really great Web3 game launched yet? Like, sure, user acquisition is a problem, but there hasn't been like a really great game that can hold a torch to the Web2 games that gamers love playing so much. Yeah, it's a mixed bag, I would say. So we do have billions of dollars that have been invested in the space. I will be honest that those billions of dollars and the value unlocked hasn't been like actually unlocked yet. It takes years to make great games. And I'm going to, as a game developer, I'm just going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt that great things are coming. I have seen great things underneath the hood in the industry that's hopefully going to be unlocked in 2024. Um, but I would say what just happened last week with, I'll just name drop it, Shrapnel was an amazing play test um, for how early it is and what is going to become. You got Pixels, which is trending really well as well. So there's definitely games this year that are showing up, but we still have a lot more to see, to see you know what burns and what flies. For our audience who might not have heard the Shrapnel news, talk to us a little bit about what went on there. Yeah, so there's a competition. Uh, personally, partook, and a lot of our community members in our alliance and many other people. I come from a first-person shooter background, so I love Counter-Strike, 
uh, love uh, you know Valorant, all those other great games, and Shrapnel definitely hits that spot for for me personally. Um, so what they did is that for for about a week they opened up a public alpha where people could be able to play and uh, essentially go in the battle online and Epic Games. So it was a lot of fun. Um, still very early, I'll be honest. Like it's definitely not for people who are looking for polished opportunities or polished games out there right now. Um, but in terms of what is to be coming in the future, it's definitely a lot of promise. Okay, tell me about how the platform works. Are you hoping to attract people who have experimented with Web3 games who are more Web3 native? Or are you hoping to attract uh, more traditional Web2 gamers who have not dabbled in Web3? Definitely both. Uh, we started with what I would say the Web3, I like to say, enthusiast. Uh, so people who have been in the space, people who are excited to see what this industry could become, which is why I'm here today. And how we work with them is, yes, some of them are gamers. Well, there's 3 billion gamers. Some of them play games, but not everybody plays Shrapnel, for example. So there are a lot of games out there. And yes, good and bad that people could play. But what's more important is to promote the space. So we use Web3 enthusiasts to refer gamers from the Web2 audience to come check out what is out there today. Um, so that's where our airdrops come into play. And we have a massive referral system, which probably 85% of all the users that come to our platform today are referred. And that's where the Web3 enthusiasts come from. In terms of Web2 users, that's where those have come and been referred, checked out other games, and actually have stuck around. Um, so I would say that we are definitely onboarding Web2 gamers to check out what is out there and explore the Web3 game space together. Talk to me a little bit about your market research as a game developer. What have you identified as some of the big challenges when it comes to getting those uh, more traditional gamers to understand what's happening in the Web3 space? Yeah, it's tough. Games today is, there's such a high bar. That's the problem. And that's a good problem to have for us game developers. But at the end of the day, it's highly competitive. So what I would like to say is that uh, what we are doing as an industry is that we're trying to get people to not only build with the greatest tools out there, but also just give people a chance to explore and join communities and actually engage with the behind the scenes stories of like where these projects come from. So that's where I came from when I fell in love with games and I learned my passion in programming and where things have essentially grew from me joining a community, learning how to program and like connecting and making money in this space. Hopefully people will be able to do the same in the Web3 game space. And right now I find that people are referring people to these new projects and actually checking them out and getting not only as like an investor perspective, but some of them become actually engaged to get a job in these new communities, which is pretty interesting. So right now, I think that's where we're at in terms of a builder phase. And soon it'll go more mainstream once these games are mature, that they'll actually join and be able to just casually play and have fun. So it sounds like the referral part is maybe what you're thinking is the secret sauce. And the reason I ask you that is because I know that traditional gamers have expressed some concerns about Web3 over the years. Some of those concerns come from the volatility of different cryptocurrencies, them maybe not understanding NFTs, the concern for uh, the climate. These are all things that I've, I've heard come out of the various different uh, gaming conferences. Do you think that referral piece starts to build uh, trust because it comes from, you know, uh, people who 
gamers might already trust in their networks? Yes, for sure. So where I learn my favorite games is from my brothers or my good friends telling me like, hey, I played something awesome. You want to hang out this weekend and check out this new project. That's all it is. That It literally starts with a referral. I don't think I, I can't name an ad or like some sort of thing other than like GTA, like Grand Theft Auto or something like that, which works for a decade on projects and builds these awesome ads to like be able to attract me. But in, on average, it's about connecting with people who like a particular genre or particular community and they get into a project. So I think just referrals in general is a very powerful thing in the Web3 game space. And for us, that's where we've cultivated our community and that's where we're cultivating other communities as well. Um, so yeah, I would say, definitely say referrals, I would say is the secret sauce to our growth today. Uh, but once you get somebody to show up, you got to be able to show a good project to keep them around. That's for sure. Are there any great projects or great games out there that you would recommend for people who want to try a Web3 game that they, or for people who haven't tried Web3 games who want to try Web3 games? I think it's still early. I would say like, if you're like a hardcore gamer, you should just go to Earn Alliance and look at the sea of games that we have. So there's over 3,500 games within the feed that we have. And there's 24, about 2,600 games now on the game directory. We tried, we tried to create a Netflix experience where you can just hover over, see quick 30 second shots of what game content has to offer. Like one of the things that I wanted to see in this space is not the floor price of a project, but what is actually the current state of projects today in this space. And that's what we built to be able to help people get quick decisions to see if they're interested in a particular project. So I would say like if I were to name drop a few of them, Magicraft is definitely on the top of my list. I'm a League of Legends fan. They have a 3v3 MOBA out there that's playable on mobile. Um, so I would say that that's the closest thing. Still a lot of work to go. It's not League of Legends, but it shows promise for what could be uh, the early uh, like era of Web3 games. Shrapnel, Dead Drop, definitely on top of my list. And I would say probably one of the most popular projects in our group is Champs and uh probably sunflower land i'm not a huge farmer but for whatever reason farming is a big thing in our community as well so i'll definitely say that those would be the top projects i love a good sunflower okay coop i gotta <laughs> ask you you're you're joining us from the future you're in hong kong um a lot of gaming news coming out of asia hong kong especially why are you choosing to build um on that side of the world as opposed to uh, over here in North America, where I'm sitting. Yeah, I mean, I'm originally from California, born and bred, lived everywhere in Bay Area, Central Valley, Los Angeles. So I've just, I'm Californian is like what I like to say, but I met an awesome, uh, awesome lady who became the love of my life with two kids over here in Hong Kong. So left uh, California about 10 years ago and I visit as often as I can because my family and friends are still there, but that's the main bread and butter of why I'm over here today. But the beauty is that Web3 Gaming is here. Like Axie Infinity was born here in Asia. It was out of Vietnam. Yes, there's a mix of Vietnamese and American co-founders actually out of that group. So it's cool to see kind of all the meld, but it's seeded. It really was seeded and bloomed there. And then it just bursted all over here in Asia. The Japanese markets are doing great. The Korean markets, hardcore gamers are doing great. Um, I hear Thailand is probably the next big move uh, when it comes to Web3 Gaming as well. So uh, just to be honest, probably 60% of our users are here in Asia. We do have a, a lot of Americas. We have a lot in Europe as well, but definitely majority here in Asia. So 
really glad to be here and be able to do short flights and connect with communities in person and, you know, run a bunch of gaming in person events and stuff like that. So um, as much as I, I miss uh, my Cali home, uh, it's all happening over here for Web3. All right. So you actually ended up in Hong Kong due to love, not because because of something boring like regulation or <laughs> Web3 innovation. I love that. Yep. 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 That followed my heart for sure. Um, unfortunately, not a not a regulation story. <laughs> Well, I, I want to talk a little bit uh, about that 60% number. 60% of your users are on that side of the world. What do you think it is about the Asian market when it comes to adopting different technologies and when it comes to gaming? Yeah, I think what that's the beauty of Web3 Gaming is Earn Alliance, actually, their origin story started as a, a guild or an investment side project of Axie Infinity. So I put some personal money into the space. I had about 350 people grinding Axie Infinity, making tons of cash. Um, so it was a mix of India, a mix of Philippines, a mix of Brazil. And the thing is they were earning about $300 a month for grinding about 20 to 30 hours a week. Now, $300 a month might not sound like much you know, to the, the Western world, but that is a huge, huge impact uh, when it comes to the the Eastern world, I would say. Um, so in the Philippines, this is life changing. And it was a lot of fun, not only fun making games, but a lot of fun earning money. Um, so that's how this entire space kind of started. Not saying that that's what the key reason of the space is. Um, but it is a very beautiful start. Because what happened after that is that people started not only earning money, but they found their passions in maybe becoming a social media manager, or becoming a programmer, or becoming a community manager. Um, they essentially got involved in what I call serious communities, and they, I would hope, find their passion or do something that actually earns money or is something that they enjoy in life that they want to spend time on. So I looked at Axie Infinity as a gateway to passion, and that's why I'm in the Web3 space. So it's a very beautiful, beautiful start to like why I think this is more impactful here in Eastern Eastern Asia, you know, over here it's compared to the West. But I hope that this evolves um, to be more of a global phenomenon as it grows in the years. Do you think the future of Web3 gaming is going to look like some version of Axie Infinity did in the past? So do you think that people will be playing to earn? Or do you think that that uh, model was tried, tested, maybe not going to work for the rest of the world, and there's a different business model that's going to pop up and really kind of dominate um, the future of Web3 gaming? Yeah, I think it's uh, there's two two stories to this. One is that there's a story where I played hardcore MMORPGs and I played two years of my life and built this amazing account and had a bunch of armor and gold and all this stuff. And I had to go to a black market when I decided to leave that community and sell it for about four hundred dollars. Um, that was against the terms of service, and that's not you know a, a thing that you can do. But with blockchain technology, when you have an open market or a free market where you can be able to sell and trade things for fiat, um, that is awesome. You're exchanging your time and your value uh, to be able to give it to somebody else who might you know, want to get ahead of the game or be able to you know, see value in that and exit the economy. So I think as a traditional gamer for stage one, that's awesome, um, just in terms of time and value. Then the second piece is esports. 
right? Esports is big. Twitch is big. Everybody's looking at it. It's growing. If I talked about me playing professional Counter-Strike when I was like 14, I won a Quake 4 tournament and won a computer when I was 15. Everybody's like, oh, such a nerd. Like, that's nothing. Like, that is a big thing today. And people are making millions of dollars with IP and brands and esports. So I actually look at this as an esports 2.0 movement. And this is a way where if I wanted to start an esports team, like what I did in Axie Infinity, I don't have to get millions of dollars to build teams and be able to like aim for the stars. I can create like, you know, this, the, the local basketball team or like the college, you know, football team, that kind of level of sports is kind of what I'm seeing for the esports era of 2.0, where people could be able to create niche communities and niche co competitions um, by competing through crypto games. Um, so I kind of look at it as an esports 2.0 movement, and I definitely think it'll keep going. And it's definitely not for everybody. Not everybody has to play to earn. It's probably going to be the most competitive people who will play and compete to earn. All right, Croup, we are going to have to leave it there. I'm going to let you get to bed. I believe it's quite late over on your side of the world. Thanks so much for joining First Mover today. Yeah, I appreciate your time. That was Earn Alliance CEO and co-founder, Joseph Cooper. All right, it's a big day for Bitcoin. So let's get back into Bitcoin now and take a look at the chart of the day. The chart of the day is presented by Crypto.com, the leading crypto platform trusted by over 80 million users worldwide. Bitcoin skyrocketed above $57,000 this morning for the first time since November 2021. Analysts are making their bets on how long this rally will sustain. With over four decades of experience tracking markets, Peter Brandt expects the ongoing Bitcoin bull market to peak at $200,000 in September 2025. This is a significant upward revision from the initial estimate of $120,000. Several other studies suggest a steep bull run ahead, including those based on previous halving cycles. The halving could continue to draw inflows into spot Bitcoin ETFs, and some analysts are saying that prices could be driven into the six figures. We'll continue watching the price of Bitcoin for all your latest updates. Head on over to coindesk.com. That's a wrap for First Mover today. Thank you to our guest, Joseph Cooper, who joined us all the way from Hong Kong. As a note, interviews on the show are sometimes edited for length and clarity. That's a wrap for First Mover. I'm Jensen Nassi. We will see you tomorrow.